0: Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something, the number two. Wine about with your hostesses, Siobhan Camille. Hello. And Ty A. Michelle. Where sips get real and we whine while we whine about life, relationships, culture, and so much more. It is this here, second of the Wednesdays um, in October. My, it's Halloween's coming. And, um, we're gonna we're we gonna talk about accidents, y'all. Um I know people don't really talk about this conversation, this topic. It's in the <laughs> we don't we're gonna talk about it. We we're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be a little light, little fun, little little. I might learn something a little bit about this. But that's what we're gonna talk about today. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white rose, even. Um, and join us on the couch. Please don't drink a drive. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> you sound so annoyed. That's that's, <laughs> my, that's my disclaimer, man. I just I feel like for legal reasons, we'll start that now. Well we says on the couch. So we've said this before. Hopefully <laughs> your couch is not attached to some wheels. Okay. Okay. I mean they had the van and what, what was that Scooby do? Then they had a mystery, the mystery van. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? See? That wasn't a couch. I'm just saying you could put a couch in a van, though. Don't put a couch in the movie! Yeah, please do. I mean, and if you are, don't be the one driving. You can't drive on the couch. I guess that's, that's the hope we're going for is that you're not driving and on the couch at the same time. And if you are, don't drink, but definitely see <laughs> that video because I want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to be an accessory, so don't send that to me. No, 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 no. I want to see. I know I said you can't be drinking. I don't want to see that. But if you got a couch and you drive it, see send, send me your photos. Mm. Snapchat me that that couch, yo. <laughs> Snapchat couch. <Hell> um, <laughs> oh, hey, y'all. y'all know, um, I'm crazy. I'm not wrapping tight. Hope y'all having a productive week. Uh, this month in the month of October, i have to think about it. Um, in the month of October, we are drinking. It is our Pink October in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness? Go get your tatas tested. Okay, period. Um, we have decided to. Once again, our Pink October Y'all know this one Is going to be a little rough for us Because we are not pink drinkers So now We'll say last last year We found maybe one or two That we were like, okay, we can deal with So who knows, maybe Maybe Crossfingers Wait, that's that's not cute Crossfingers will have Another few To add to that list um so as you know this is where we do where we have our popping breaks experience so sissy let me know or let us know what it is that you will be drinking today while we talked about this while we talk about no fucking leg clothes keep your legs clank (laughs) clank that was one of the best anyway um so i have a rose it literally just says rose wine It is oh. a rosé wine 2021 2021. Uh rosé wine so cool. by Kendall Jackson vintner's reserve. I bought this literally because it says Kendall Jackson. I'm not a brand girl, but let me tell you Momdovi and Kendall <laughs> Jackson, I have a There. There are. And I have a <laughs> So because I knew this is going to be a rough one. I was like, well, Kendall Jackson's Chardonnay was good. I think they had a gel Grigio that wasn't bad, like or a Riesling. And so, you know, I I have expectations. Yes. So, I was like, if I have to do a rosé or a pink, if I have to do a pink, because not all pinks, you have pinks that aren't rosés, like white Zinfandel for example, you can get mm-hmm. a pink oh, Moscato. Okay. Um, but if it's just going to be a rosé wine, literally, then I figure <laughs> why not get, get why the- not go with a trusted brand. Why not? Okay. I oh I have it's called um Lion and Dove. It's actually a rose Moscato. Um and because neither one of those types of grapes are my favorite, I figure sometimes, you know, when you blend two not so great things that you like together, you get a different taste that you can actually deal with. So I figured let's give it a shot. And and actuality, I think that's gonna kind of be the thing that I'm gonna go for this month. Just because I really feel like uh just all I hope Rose is not gonna make it. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna try. I'ma try to incorporate the Moscato, maybe you know, the clash of the Titans will happen and the war will, you know, produce snowflakes. I mean, okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So that—that that was my—that wasn't my train of thought, but that was that's where I ended up. Um. So yeah, here we go with that. All right, so y'all, we're talking about no fucking, okay, or abstinent. abstinence, abstinence, <laughs> and. We feel like this is an important thing to address, well, to talk about. Um, because we know stigmatisms behind having sex early or just having sex in general. Um, and sometimes this has a real negative connotation. Like even one of my uh favorite podcasters I love listening to, um, she literally developed a whole uh show because she remained abstinent, she the only person she has sex with was her hus is her husband. They're still married to this day. And she talked about the show was very different episode of, of her talking about how she learned to how she was discovering herself, her sexuality, what that looked like in the whole um purity movement and things like that. Now granted I did have I don't have that same testimony. Okay. Testimony. That's not my testimony. However, being a church girl or quote unquote looked at the good girl syndrome, that whole thing was a part of something that I lived. Again, not to her extent, but I did live so I could relate to an extent. Um, But even in that, I feel like it was still an underlying negative view on it and i want to talk about that because as somebody who don't have that story i think we we shouldn't look at it negatively like and that's my train like that's my thought process like i don't think it should be looked at or like the purity movement should be looked at as something that was negative now do i believe there were negative parts of it yes do I believe that they have negative uh uh side effects to it. Yes, <laughs> like I get that, but everything has a negative side to it, you know. Um, too much of a good thing yeah. is a bad thing. So yeah. it's kind of one of those things. Like, but that don't mean that it's bad. Like, oh, and I don't, and I'm not saying that that's what she was saying. I'm just saying that in the conversations there was a slight undertone of, of ne- uh, disappointment, negativity, sadness in it that I, from, um, like from her that she waited that long or from like, she felt that she got it from other people. Um, uh, so that, so because I listened to all the things that's, that's where I was every week, a little bit of book. Um, she got it from, you know, the people obviously who were always out there bonus, thrown in the school, like, oh, you X, Y, Z. That part, whatever. But she also got it because once she got married, it was so now I can, but now what? Mm-hmm. And it was the well, nobody told me this. And this is any the other, and and the not know, and I did not completely understand, especially because when you don't even know, you don't know. So it was that, that's why I said, it wasn't completely a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It was just her experience. But in the society that we live in, um, being the quote unquote good girl and talking about being sexually active is viewed as being, Mm. can be viewed as being negative or having that amount of pressure on you makes you feel negative feelings. I definitely agree with the pressure. I'll say for me, here's what I I will say to the good girl. thing. I think the the whole, you can be a good girl and still be sexually active if you only acted with one person. Like, I think there's a lot of pressure on women to, the crazy part, the crazy part, y'all, Ladies, as we know, there's a lot of pressure on us from all sides to do everything and nothing at the same time, period. Be a virgin, but be a freak like a hoe, but only do it for your husband, but don't have any practice before your husband. But when you walk in there, you're just supposed to know what you're doing. But if you do walk in there and know what you're doing and your husband gonna look at you like, well, I thought you were a virgin, so how you know how to do all this? It's too much. And that's just one aspect, because as we know as women, there are so many things, other things... Layers to the catch 22 you damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that's what I would say. The negative, that's what I say. I get it, but it's like that negative undertone in either direction. Because I know I listened to a podcaster, and it may be the same person, who I remember her talking about when she got married. And how everybody essentially was now like, "Ooh, honeymoon night, you got to put it on your husband." And she's like, "How? Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what he like. I don't know what I like. I don't know." And the and the person she married wasn't a virgin. He, I don't, he was like out here crazy, but he had had sex with like one or two other people before they got married. And so she was even more pressure because now do. how do I live up to what he's They're seen. not coming to the table from the same place mm-hmm. of virginity. Um, so what are his expectations? Am I gonna let him down? Am I gonna disappoint him? All of all of the things. And I'll just I feel like wow that's not my test. Um what I can say, I can, I, I can understand it. I can understand, and what I can definitely understand is the pressure to stay, because the crazy part for me, and this has been a, a through line through a lot, a lot of stuff in my life, is I remember being in high school a virgin and I was virgin all through high school y'all all through high school I was that's my that's my testimony my testimony things didn't have to go college so for me high school was a nail don't touch me because I always my personal thing was I don't want to have to sneak around about it if I had, I something- didn't want to be I was against stereotypes I didn't want to be a statistic that's what I was And my head not to touch you off it was if you have sex in high school you're going to get pregnant <laughs> you're going to drop out of school your life is over. I want. That's why I didn't have a date for prom because I didn't want to get pregnant on my prom night. Not saying that I was going to have sex. It was just, that's what I associated it with. Prom, sex, pregnant, life is over. <laughs> and for me, it was, I just didn't want to sneak around. I feel like if I had to, if, if sneaking around behind my parents' back, my mom's more specifically, but my parents' back, then I I knew I was doing something wrong. And to me, then it doesn't need to happen. When I'm out on my own and it's just me and I don't have to lie, high from nobody, then group. But for me in high school, it was, I don't want to sneak about it. And I would be sneaking and lying and that causes other potential problems. And you know, you find out you get caught, trust is broken, all of the things. I didn't want that. So, but I will say for me, I remember being looked at in high school as like early in high school, like I'm gonna say early, around like fifteen, around sophomore year, because I knew girls in middle school that were planning to get it in in high school. Like, oh, when I get oh, to high school, I'm a bit I'm like, really? Oh my my I don't know if I knew none of them. I knew I the some that was already doing it, like well, I knew okay. people in middle school who were planning to do it in high school, is what I oh, okay. Like they we were in the eighth grade and they were already they were already in prep, okay my thing was okay and for them they were like oh you're not oh you're gonna be a good girl Shavon a girl girl Shavon a good girl so i get it was kind of like a backhanded compliment like it had uh-huh. that thing to it but then by the time i hit like 16 and i was dating and i knew dudes and i had boyfriends and it was not on the table and everybody knew it's not on the table and i i got respect because i stood by this is not on the table the hardest thing I think for me was losing it when I did in college because I had gotten known as That badge of honor. It was like, oh, Siobhan the Virgin. And I was like, yeah, like, I, this is what makes me different. And y'all could call me and pick me if y'all want. I don't care. This is what makes me different. I don't like you hoes. Like, period. This is what, makes, <laughs> this is what you <laughs> felt. That's what made me... It was like, yo, I'm not... I'm I'm not, I'm not doing that. And if you want that, then you can go to this chick. You can go over chick, there. Chick, you can go over there. I'm not, I'm not. And you know that when you come in the door because anybody who says there was one dude who tried to lie on his dick on me. I found out because again, this isn't stuff that dudes say around women, it's stuff dudes say around other girls. Mm-hmm. He happens to say it around crazy enough, I think Shaitan Shaitan the one who told me. And I don't remember if Shaitan somebody told Shaitan or if he was present. And then pulled the dude up, but I remember because y'all have seen Shatan that's like been my brother since they my way back. Cody and Shatan went to the same high school, and Cody is my best friend. He's been on here too. Mr. Amen. They came to me and were like, "Yo, this dude, you." It was one. It was one of them asking, "Yo, you you a virgin, right?" Yeah. Why is this a conversation? Just checking. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I guess I heard later from girls and guys that whoever lied on me got checked and got checked hard by other guys that were like, are oh, you lying like a dick? Because we know her and she's not and you didn't. Especially if it was like I don't remember if it was like my ex or this guy like we broke up and you know dudes try to be spiteful. Or if it was a guy that liked me, and I, I I don't remember the details of the guy, but I was just one of those things that I was like, wow. So I guess to me, yeah, it was a badge of honor to be the Virgin, and I was good. So to me, I think so. Then when I lost it, it was like so much pressure. It was kind of an identity. That's what I'm about to say. You feel like you lost part of your identity, like so. Who am I now? A good girl. Um, who am I now? Like, what does that mean? So, does that mean I'm like everybody else? Like, and then, so, it, there's there's that part of it. The other part of it is also, it's like, I don't know. For me, it was the comfortability to be like, certain things I just didn't have to worry about. I didn't have to right. worry about being pregnant. I didn't don't have me. to worry about an STD. Uh-uh. I didn't have to worry about, you know, pH balance and being, all of that stuff literally came as a grown woman. Cause I ain't gonna do none of that stuff then. I ain't know nothing about that. And of course- And again, even even having somebody lie on you, right? Like, you don't, I don't have to worry about my reputation. My reputation is so intact that somebody can lie to me and get checked. Like, I don't, it's not a, it's, yeah. Yeah, um, so there's that, but then it's the societal Oh, well, she was a virgin. It's the praise on the one hand. Oh, she was a virgin when she got married. But the societal part of Oh, uh, uh, she was a virgin. I have to don't know what she doing. Just, and yeah. how could she be knowledgeable? Now, see, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I could fool a whole bunch of people growing up. Yeah. One reason is because I had parents who talk to me about sex now yep. I ain't gonna lie the way they talk to me about sex I ain't gonna lie for a long time I was scared I was scared I was like this 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 is this is a lot it was I was like I felt like it was to have sex was a lot of pressure a lot of responsibility that I just didn't want ever like no like it was just this whole thing of stress that was just, as soon as you broke your virginity ha now you're stressful now you're an adult like but uh, I am an overthinker I do overprocess things this is me knowing this about me now but at a young age I ain't know that but that's what my brain was doing I didn't have that maturity to know that so mm-hmm. for me that was my layer of protection <laughs> that's what I'm saying like and then you hear me say that you like what the hell yes that can have a ne- that negative underlying tone. Like, and for me, though, for me, and not to cut you off, but before we go further to, to that, mine wasn't presented like that. Like, to me, it was presented so scientifically <laughs> by my mom. Like, she had a book. My mother had a book. It was, like, from, clearly from her, co- her college days, because it was, like, very obviously from the 70s. It had pictures, little diagrams, and all of this stuff, and it was called... The, the something of sex, literally. And she was like, You can read it whenever you want. And I remember just flipping through the pages and I was like, Okay. And the reason I remember that my mom was so scientific is because she was like, Yeah, when you first had sex, your are breaks and this and this, and it pushes this and this is. And I was like, Whoa, you supposed to enjoy this? Like, it was such a point. I was like, but that that sound like it hurt. That doesn't sound enjoyable. And she was like, "No." After a while, after a while, after a while, while? while? Listen. So it was presented to me in such a science. I was afraid. Okay. It was presented to me. Was oh, girl, sex is good, and I'm looking like again. It was presented to me in such a scientific way that my my 12 year old mind, because we had the conversation with musical, My 12 year old was like. That just sounds, that doesn't make sense. The math ain't math, and I'm going to be in pleasure and pain. You sound, you. I, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Failure to compute, not for me. I'm good, thank you. Love, thank yeah, you. Um, <laughs> but having that, I will say helped me later on when I did decide to become abstinent at one of the many times of my life. In adulthood. We both have done this a few times for some years. Okay, at a time. Um, I do yeah. believe I broke mine first all the time. I will say that between that's and I, I will say that. I know I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what it allowed me to do was to discipline myself. It allowed y'all sex is great, okay?
1: It doesn't
0: um, deal with the right person, yes,
1: because it could also be what? horrible.
0: Well, sometimes. <laughs> <The wrong person. laughs> okay. I'm just sometimes saying this is- will also be horrible. I'm not going to tell everybody that it's great. because it No, be no, no, no. There are some people who just don't do it right. And they might not be depressed for you. <laughs> That's but sometimes even bad sex is great. Okay? Anyway, what okay. I'm saying is <laughs> sex is good. However, there are a lot of me now being older, spiritual things, Uh, connections and things like that that I am now aware of that happens during those moments as well as mental things that happen during those moments, emotional things that happen during those moments no matter how much Everybody, including men, like to say, oh, nah they ain't got nothing to do with emotionally. You lying, because as soon as this girl go cheat on you, or as soon as the girl and you could be out there boning four or five other girls, but as soon as this one you find out she's doing anything with anyone else, now you and your feelings. So you can't say that you are not emotional about sex, or you can have sex detached. Lies. Moving on. I don't care what you say. Period. It's an attachment. Facts. Um, and it is what it is. So... And it's fine. Acknowledge it and removal. Um, so, with that, uh, not that I would, first of I'm not here with no whole bunch of people doing a whole bunch of things with some whole bunch of different, but too many connections or not the right connection for an extended period of time can cloud your thought process. Like, you, y'all you know the saying, oh, you dick happy, or oh, you dick matized. All this stuff is real. I mean they slang they are slang terms, but it's real life stuff and it does happen. So it's, what it's, I learned when when I when I got real foggy foggy brain, I was like, what is cool? Let me pull myself all the way back from whatever this situation ship might be and get myself together. You do start to think a lot clearer. I'm not even gonna say a little bit. You you, you can prioritize things a lot better. You You move differently. Now, that does not mean you don't have urges. So, what I don't want you to think is, oh, I'm out here being accident, and I'm not going to feel anything. less You tell your mama and your mama only (laughs) if she believes you and she don't because she had you. That means she done had some sex in her life, too. So, hormones be doing hormone shit. Okay? So, you be feeling it. You be like, ooh. All that. Girls and boys. purry. So, being able to pull those things back under subjection and under control through with that withdrawal process, one for me, what it did was it allowed me to sit up a little bit straighter, um, have some pride in my, a little bit more pride in her, that I lost it, pride in myself, um, and to understand the directions that I wanted to go. From then, case in point, didn't even think I was going to keep married pulled back and was like, I'm not doing this. I need something else. Something else got to give. Now mind you, I've been celebrating a few times before then. Again, a few times before then. Um, but before I met my husband, I was celebrating. And yeah, that went right out. Not right out the door, but it, it went out the door. Um, and, But I will tell anybody, With that discipline that I was having, I had, I bought myself a celibacy ring. I had a necklace that I wore. I rewarded myself during that process because it is a reward. I think we have to look at our bodies as a reward, both male and female, because you are a jewel too, dude, period. We have to look at that and sometimes being abstinent. Oh, you abstinent? Oh, girl, no. Oh, boy, no, I couldn't do that. Why? It put things into perspective, it helps to uncloud a lot of things, and like you said, and put things into perspective because that's not your focus. I will say for me, I always hmm, part of the reason I think I tend to be the one that lasts longer is my I think it's just in person, it's pers- I think it's just perspective on how you look at things. For me, it's always. Once you cross that line, I found in life that that becomes like the standard. And me and who I am, and while sex is wonderful, y'all, it's great, okay? I, um, if I never had sex again, but I fine. but I could have digital pleasure, if you will, I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm so awesome. Okay, I, I, I got it. i the and you watch YouTube and you were like, did you know what you need? Like porn on TV? That's not what I'm talking about. Not not I'm talking- yet. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm trying to drop hints here for people. I get who- you. I get you now. I, I was with you. That's why I was like, why are we doing this? I get Because it. <laughs> everybody may not be here. Okay. The same way it. you sent me to TikTok and the girl was like, the, the cop asked for her social and she talked about Instagram and stuff. Everybody's not here. So I'm trying yeah. to make sure everybody's on yeah. one point <laughs> I got. I'm with you now. All right. Look, I got you. Okay. So, I could. I would be fine. I mean, we've already established that I'm not a fan of horrible. <laughs> I know everybody thinks I'm weird. Eureka has called me weird. Everybody's called me weird. I get it. Um, my thing is, I like the high school player. My high. My version of high school guys. Because we've already established, <laughs> well, wasn't it going down. You wasn't know. well, going down with me in high school Okay. So. I like the high school play around. I like the flirting. I like the kissing. I like the touching. I like the lead up. I like the the foreplay. I like the the digital stuff. I like all of that. And I'm good with that. And I feel like the minute though it crosses it crosses the line into the full blown, that becomes the default. And it's hard. Especially for guys, I think, because a lot of them are physical touch is their love language for a lot of dudes. And it's not just that I realize that, I acknowledge that, fellas, I know this about I know this. But I think it can lead there. And I think as a woman in social programming, I will I will own that we are taught and told that it will lead there. And so to me it takes away because sometimes I don't want to go that far. I just want you to like squeeze my boobs for a little while and let's move, let's continue about our day. You know what I mean? Like. I don't need it to go the full thing. Let's just like make out for 10 minutes in a car like we're teenagers and then move forward. Like the innocence of that is something I appreciate. And I've always, I guess whenever I've had my abstinence moments with an my hesitation to jump back in the game has always been, I don't want to lose that. Mm. And if I take it off the table, and again, y'all, first of all, if y'all have been with us since, if y'all have been with us since the jump street beginning, then y'all will remember the wine out where I said flat to Trey Proper and the husband, they were there that I was I was being asked. In that moment, I was asking, I've been asking it during this, y'all. Um all of an entire year of my life, still while while me and uh the man on the couch were dealing with each other and in a relationship, hanging nothing. I decided the entire year of thirty four, I believe it was, when I came back. Yes. Mountain, yes yes i wasn't doing nothing and i did it and i held myself to that i held him to that and that's what it was and it was a matter of you can you don't have to ride this line with me you don't have to ride my ass with me because we are not in a relationship now understand that that may come with consequences in the future because you claim you want to be with me so if you can't ride with me in this moment then i may have questions because if we were having a child mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be times and then that I can't, if health stuff happens, there's going to be times I can't. So then I have to look at you and question ask the question. We didn't have that problem, but I'm just saying, I know that that could be. Yeah, a it's it's always a thought process. Um, it, It's something. And I don't think like as a young person, it's something that we think about either when you're practicing abstinence. It's just, oh, you're just, oh, you just not having sex. You're just not fucking um or they oh you just don't want to give him wait well well what happens when like what happens if something where you can't have sex oh there's other things but they may not be able to do those either then what it up you, you it's a it's a being accident is a level of discipline yes on both sides if you were with on, and on both sides in all areas it's a level, it's it's a practice of restraint. It's a practice of, Um. it's a practice of knowing yourself. It's a practice of struggles. It's a practice of triumphs. It's a practice of victories, even the small ones, um, the large ones, especially, and things like that. So, but those things should be celebrated. Yeah. I don't think we should, um, ooh, girl it's been six months oh my god i'm dying yeah you might feel that way but in the meantime what have you accomplished during that six months what stress have you not been under during that six months because although stress sex is wonderful and it can help you it can help to relieve stress the pressure of sex itself can be stressful The pressure of performing, the pressure of STDs, the pressure of unwanted pregnancies, everything that we The pressure of not performing Not performing at all, performing poorly all of these things. The other thing I want to say is to the ladies out there you can be abstinent at any time. You can choose celibacy you can choose celibacy at at any time. And I'm saying I am saying this from a point because when I did 34, I had a friend and I told him, "Oh, I'm being asked it. and he was like, "I mean, but how long? How long you been asking it?" I was like, "I mean, it's been like two weeks. Been, no, at that time, I think it's been like a month." I was like, "It's been like a month. That's not long. It has to start somewhere. It got to start somewhere." So, but then the next time we talked, he was like, "How long? You still being asking it?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Really? Yeah." Because at that point, it had been six months, and he was like, oh, you serious about this?" That's my thing, ladies. Be serious about it. Anything you do. but then gonna, gentlemen, because we know this is, gentlemen. that's why, but we don't want to just you know, ask y'all out, because gentlemen, you can take this and practice this too, and you might find out some things about yourself and the people that you surround yourself with and you connecting yourself to, but you know, keep going. But a lot of it is I say, I will say that we are speaking from the fact of though. Aspen is still marriage or celibacy still marriage is not our story. I think the thing of it is, it it was easier for us when we were younger because we had it started. Mm-hmm. You had not yet opened Pandora's box. So, it can be a little easier when you haven't opened the box to just keep looking at the box and be like, well, I haven't touched it. I'm not going to touch it. I don't want to touch it. What I want to emphasize is, even if you have opened up that box, you can close. It got to be. You don't have to let all of that run if you don't want to. And don't let any dude, I'm i am going to say it, whatever. Or female. Fine. one, but yeah, don't let any female either. Pressure you into breaking your celibacy, your abstinence, whatever your goal is. If you have a goal of a year like I did, stick with it and keep people around you that are going to be there and, and hold yourself to it. Because it's not only about discipline. Yes, it is about discipline. But it's also about boundaries. It's a big-ass boundary. So stick with that boundary. You don't have access to my body. Skirt pulse, And it good. will tell you who a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Male and Oh, people. absolutely. And babies. Babies, you're going to get something that's going to look at you as a challenge. For real. I mean, all the stuff it's going to bring you is not going to be great. It's not going to be everybody around you is going to be like, oh, yay, girl. No, you're going to get looked at crazy by majority pitied by some. Yeah. Yep. Questioned ch- by others. And a challenge by a few. Yep. And then you'll have that one that's like, I can't do it, but go. Go for it, sis. And you may have the one that's like, I'm with you. Let's do this together. Because Did we not do that one time? I think we was, bu- and you was yeah. like, I'm about to be Sullivan. I was like, me too. Let's do it together. We did, and then you got married. <laughs> that's exactly when that happened. It was Atlantic City. It was Atlantic fucking city. Yes, that conversation happened in Atlantic City, and then you were married within three, four, and four months. Yes, that's when that conversation happened because I was like, you know what? I think, and I tell you exactly. I can tell you exactly why I know that's when it happened because it happened because my ex called me. And he was so pressed about me meeting his new girlfriend that like, we got into a big thing. And I'm like, dude, it's my birthday. You didn't even tell me happy birthday, but you want to call my phone about this shit. So when we stopped talking, that was the last time I talked to him. I was like, you know what? Fuck these dudes. I'm going to just be celibate and figure some things out. And you was like, you know what? I'm going to be celibate too. Let's be celibate. Cool. Celibacy. And that was because, oh, oh that's because when I went to Atlantic City and I and. The, the the situation, yeah, I know, was going through his stuff. Yep, and was looking at me, and I kept saying, "No, I want something different. You are gonna have to do something different." X Y and Z. Da da da. So when Bama's was tripping, and we both was out there like partying Shabon's birthday away. You know what? i would be celebrating me too. Like, meanwhile, our other sisters literally looked at us like. I ain't doing that. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. No, y'all crazy. Well, y'all go ahead. Y'all can do that. I'm not going to do that. And that's not, again, but I will say to their credit, they did not put the pressure. They did not look like we were crazy. It was a, that's your personal choice. My personal choice is that's not going to be my testimony. And those people, ladies and gentlemen, are cool to have in your circle. Yeah. As long as you know you're not going to let them pressure you into what you've already said or yeah. done. That part. And then they even understand when you might even fall short. They're like, oh, I thought you said, but you've done it before. And then uh, we'll do it again, man. Shit. If you want to do it, do it. Like, that's that's literally how we will talk to each other. Um, yeah. And like she said, those people are very important because they'll get you through. Like, literally, even my crazy test who was married was like, for you when so-and-so went out, did you? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. You sure? Yes, I'm sure. They will be your uh, some listen, y'all, accountability partners. And that's a whole wine for a whole nother time. But accountability partners. Even if somebody else is drinking, they could still grab the glass from you if you're supposed to be an AA. Because mm-hmm. God knows that we are those, we are those two women on the couch. We sit here and drink wine all the time. But if it's the certain certain people, the right wrong one, come on, let me to get that. No, you can't. You can't. I don't care. You're done. You're done. You're done. And You're done. If, if that, I feel like again, she got married, and I don't quite remember how long. I don't quite remember how long I stayed asking it that right. Oh, it was like it was over a year. I don't know if that one was over a year. It was probably no. Close. I feel like it was, or it was just close, or it was just close to it. And I say that because when we started planning my wedding, you were still abstinent. Damn, that's true. That's true. That whole period kind of blends together. But to that point, you know why? Because my focus was on other shit. Yeah. Yeah, because you were going, going to on school. the wedding. I was starting to look up going back to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, it was a lot. I yeah. was researching. I, my focus became self-improvement. So it wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that. And I had the, the regular that I just was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not there right now. Oh, I, right. you right. Cause you know what? I didn't start, you right because the one that brought me out was the one I thought was going to be the last. And that mm-hmm. was the tall, the tall nigga. Because by the time when he came around, yep. I, because that was the whole thing I told him, like, yo, I have not in this much time because I want my night. It was a matter of, at that point, that's, listen, and this is the other part about asking, Let me tell y'all. You can set what you want to come back. To get back in the game, man, your get back in the game does not have to be in his mama's basement it does not have to be at a cheap motel it does not have to be in the back of somebody's car it doesn't have you can say you know what like this is what i did whether you live into it or not set your goal i'm not coming off the bench until i unless this this and this is are done by a certain dude i want my night i want my day i wanted 24 hours to feel like a pretty pretty special princess and i wanted a night at this this nice resort hotel on the harbor, okay? I had these stipulations, and when he, my ex and I got in a relationship, I told him, I'm celibating. Only way I'm coming off my celibacy, I want this. Can you do it or not? And this goes to what we were talking about a couple episodes ago of setting your standard and saying this is what I want, and are you going to be here or no? And knowing that you're worth that standard, like, um, like right now, it's a whole little thing about a lot of people supposed to be upset with something Tyler Perry said in reference to like high earning women oh, I um, that. high earning women have to have high earning men and how that's like probably not gonna happen so they should you know to be more realistic with your expectations um I and I, this is me summarizing. I heard what he said, and I saw so many people because he more specifically was speaking to, of course, Black women. He's a Black man. Right. So, and it just upset so many Black women. Oh, why do we have to settle? He never said settle. He said, if this man is doing everything for you, but he's not bringing to the bank, we should bring it to the bank. How much does money matter is really the question. That's legit. That was the point. And that's how you need to look at your value of yourself also when it comes to if you're going to be abstinent or if you're going to um abstain from sex or if you're going to remain a virgin, look at it as that like hmm, this is this is my value this is how much i value me i value me enough to have this is if i do this this is what i want this is what i'm requiring there is nothing wrong with that um But yeah, I didn't disagree with what he said, um, in all honesty. I understood what he was saying, and I need for us, again, perspective. Let's keep things into perspective. I think people took that and twisted it all into something that it wasn't, and, and that's all because he more specifically geared his statement to Black women. But he was on the couch talking to another Black woman. He is a Black man who is currently dating a Black woman. The mother of his child is Black. His mama is black. He works with us. So yeah. clearly he's, it, great he work with us too, but he's going to he direct his it in, the, in, convers- in our community. So he's That's going to is. direct his conversations to us. And it's not in a matter of, oh no, you have to settle. That's not what he was saying. So I need for us, as much as in how intelligent we are, I need for us to display that intelligence when we're listening to someone say certain things or speak on that. Or have enough intelligence to know, you know what? This is nonsense. I ain't got to listen to it. And don't even pay it. No, never mind. You don't have to address everything. Black women don't have to address everything that a black man says. Whatever. Whatever. And like he said, you ain't got to listen to him. Go. Be lonely. (laughs) Which is all he was saying. Keep your high X. Keep your high expectations because this person doesn't bring home the same amount of money as you.
1: Cool. And see where that gets you. And, and if you're, you're okay, 10, with it. if you're,
0: you're gonna okay, you're going to be lonely that. with some cats or dogs. Again, I personally don't think that's worth it ever. I said that in the recent thing that we did, the last this, last one. My thing is this, whatever you're going to say, said it. Because I said, when I set my abstinence and my celibacy standards, I did. So if it meant and please understand that the first time I went celibate was in college for legit, for legit reasons, for a health reason. I went celibate. I automatically, me mentally, personally, I automatically felt and knew that that's going to take me off the date and say, I'm done. Like, dudes are not going to be willing to wait. Dudes are not going to be this. This is what I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking this is me, my junior year of college, Yo, it's done. I'm just, everybody gonna be my friend, which is cool. I got dude friends. I'm used to male friends anyway. That was my thought. I met Coach's son and told him, I'm always also upfront, told him, listen, because he expressed interest. I told him, I'm not having sex. Figured he was gonna be out the door. He said, okay. <laughs> Let, hold up cuz you might you might think I'm playing. I'm really serious that I'm being something. Okay. All right, let's let you may not be hearing you me. Don't you don't think this is a challenge. Right? Like and that was, let me be clear, I don't have an end date as of this moment. So I don't want you mm-hmm. to think like oh it's a two weeks and then she going to be. I don't know what the end is here, sir. Oh, okay. So wait, are you talking to somebody else because First all of those things are going they' natural, they're, they're gonna go through your mind, and they're going to go through your mind because that's what we are socially that's what we see all the time. Oh, you're not having sex, ain't no man gonna stay around.
1: Or if he's cheating around,
0: he cheating. Or I if he's he staying around, he only wears as soon as he's waiting, because as soon as he, he gets it, he out the door. That granted, those people, all of those people do exist. Yes. There's also an unspoken group. An unspoken a- of group. Mm -hmm. that will completely understand and respect that because they will go through that struggle with you because they value you as a woman and i think that was that i will always appreciate that man right there because he opened my eyes to i know how much i value me but to this fact that some there is a man that will value me the way i value that will value me beyond what's be between my legs. Contrary to what many of men like the idiot on the dating site that we we already addressed a couple weeks ago. Contrary to what many of men like that think, what we did for one of the guys, types of guys, types of men, to oh, women. No. Just hit the link. In, in just in hit the, the link. Just hit it right yeah. there. Um, But contrary, while those men exist, there are also men like that. Just that young man from college who okay, you're not going to be, and we weren't, when we met, we were not in a relationship before, he expressed romantic interest, so I told him before he even went too far, and he still was like, I mean, that's, okay, and within like three months, two months, less than two months, you want to be my girlfriend? You still realize that does not guarantee you sex, right? And he was like, I'm not, that's, def- okay, I heard you when you said it two months ago, I've heard you every week since then, I get it. I know, I just wanna make sure. Because again, society has programmed me that the most important thing to you as a man is to get between my thighs. I'm telling you that the shop is closed, doors are locked, like it's not happening. So I just want us to be clear. And to have someone value me on that level, I think has has shaped me in that I expect that from everybody else. And y'all can call those men simps, you can call them betas, you can call them whatever the fuck you want. If that's what that is, then yes, that's what I want. Because if those and are the, cool. If that's the group of men that respect women beyond what's between their legs, then absolutely, cool. absolutely, then absolutely I want one. Hand me one. Thank you so much. If you would, God bless. And we will go live in our utopia over here while you over there still doing the same thing that you've been doing for the last however many years and the same thing that your mama and your mama's mama and your mama's mama's been mama doing and everybody else over there while we over here living our best life. Period. Point blank, that's it. Like what? Um, y'all, all in all, my last words is: accidents is not a negative thing. No, regardless of what you see, mm-hmm. I, two regular, regular, regular people will let you know it's a journey. It's still part of this journey we call life you'll have us downs. So you'll do it you'll say forget it you will do it you'll fall down and you get up like you'll do all of that like and there'll be times when you are extremely successful with it whatever your reasons you cho- if you choose to be abstinent from anything even if it's uh, it's not sex <laughs> it's you're necessarily abstinent for maybe it's sugar alcohol so, a lot of y'all. I mean, you can you can still keep this podcast. Just get your you know you're not alcoholic. We say agua, you know, water sparkling water, water. is a thing. Cider, you put it in a wine glass. I do. We you do. Know. Definitely. Um, but we just say whatever it is. You you can do it. Take the negative tones and the negative thoughts and that undertone and just chuck it out the window. Um, and if you need a friends help encourage you through that process just comment below we are here to give you encouragement and the whole nine yards yeah and that's all I got to say <sighs> I support all of that and I agree with all of that and I just want to remind women again that just because you did something one time doesn't mean you had to stay in that room and that's that's anything just because you were a fighter and you done fought everybody doesn't mean you can't turn the leaf over and be like, you know what? I don't feel like fighting. Or I'm not going to fight unless it gets to the peace. Time. I'm in peace. <laughs> Just because you were banging everybody doesn't mean you have to be a your, your whole life. You don't. That's. Yes. Just because you may have been <laughs> using a bottle doesn't mean you have to continue to. You can always take a different approach. You can always take a different road. You can always take a different path. And you will have, as she said, you will have the naysayers. You will have the supporters. You will have the encouragers, the people that hold you accountable. You will have the people that look at you as chalons to the gauntlet. You will have them too. But stay you the odds forever be in you. I mean, you will have them, but stay, stay true to who you are and the reason and Your reasons that yes. you are doing it and don't lose sight of that. And you you good. Y'all, there's so much more there's so much more to be experienced, male and female, than just sex. And if you don't believe us, y'all can go look up Terry Cruz and his wife because they did a whole year abstinence, as I recall, while married to each other. They both, it was a couple of years ago, but I do remember them saying that they were being abstinent from each other, from sex for like a year, I believe it was. To find, to my point earlier, other shit to do in their relationship than just bone each other. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes- Other ways to get over arguments. uh, You have to have conversations.
1: Sometimes
0: you just need need a reset. Mm -hmm. It's a lot that can come from being abstinent and it's not negative. There are a lot of positive things that come from it, um, regardless of what you hear. Yes, the raging hormones happen. Yes, you get urges. Yes, those might have wet dreams, The women have them too. All of that may happen. Yes, you might wake up and you hope it. Like, I get it. <laughs> but in the end, that focus, that discipline is a reward in itself and you will be rewarded in some way or another and whatever that looks like to you. You, It's rewarding. And all on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we will say, cheers. cheers to, to that. that. So before my tablet dies, sister, jump right on into it and let us know, how was your popping grapes experience with the Kendall Jackson rosé? All right, real quick. So the back says, with a gorgeous hue of pale pink, our rosé jumps out of the glass of crisp Red fruit flavors. The supple texture is backed by a bright refresh, freshness and appealing acidity, making this a wonderfully versatile food wine. I agree. I enjoyed it. Um, it's light on the palate. It's a rosé wine, clearly. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about it one way or another. It's a better It's better than most rosés I've had. Um, as far as the rosé goes, it's good. Is it the first thing that I would grab? Mm, no. I still would lean toward my white but for rose, it's, it's it's about a three. It's pretty average. It's well, I give it a three point two five because it's. Ooh. I'm gonna give it a three. I give it a three five. I'm gonna bump it up just because I don't know because I just feel like it. Um, so <laughs> it's a three five. It is a good one. Um, if you do like rosé, try this. Kendall Jackson did not disappoint me, so I'm thankful to them for that. Kudos to y'all. Oh, All <laughs> right. Um, I go up by volume. Oh. The ABV on this 13.5. Oh, okay. You're gonna be lit. <laughs> um, the ABV on this is 5.5. Oh, you you're gonna, gonna need a lot. you gonna need a lot, lot of this to get drunk, okay? <laughs> right? A lot, lot. <laughs> um, this is actually decent. This is See so you know how some this is sweet. Not like sweet, sweet, but it's sweet. Um, okay. a little bit of this to go a long way. You don't need a lot of this. I feel like this is a good rose to give out at like a baby shower oh, okay. for everyone except for the the bride. Well the mom, mom to be. Yeah. The mom to be. <laughs> um, yeah, bridal shower. That's mm. what this is giving me, bridal shower vibes. Um, it is called The Lion and the Dove. So there's that. Um, oh, okay. It's stuff on the mine back. Is giving me more grown woman, grown woman brunch. But, okay. and it's, mine is off. Sorry. I forgot to tell you. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, it says ingredients. Moscato grape is a must red wine flavors. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I don't know what that means. Um, But this is decent. I like this. So my rating, because this is decent, thinking of a rosé and a Moscato, this is going to have to be a 375. And I put it that way because I don't really like Moscato and I don't really like rosé. But putting them together... Did make a nice combination with the way, however, they fermented and all of that. It gave a nice subtle taste. Uh, when I first opened it, it had a little, I'll say fizz. I won't say bubble. Had fizz, but not too much, not too overpowering. It is light on the palate. Um, it smells nice. Um, yeah, this is like something that you serve with like some order, some or something. Um so I enjoyed it. So yeah, three seven five for me. This is this is decent. I <laughs> that part. So that's that's what I got. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> hopefully you understood that. <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to say thank you for joining us on this wonderful episode of A Little Something They Never Do Wine About with your hostesses Ty A Michelle and Siobhan Camille. Be sure to join us each and every Wednesday for more laughs, more fun, and of course, more wine. We go live every last Saturday of the month at 3 p.m. ish, right here on YouTube. Be sure you like, share, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at A-O-S, the number two, W-A. We're always here for the comments, Hey, if you, you've been abstinent for a while or you got on that horse and fell off, comment below. We'd like to hear your stories. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're drinking throughout the week. We're always up for suggestions as well. And remember, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little one. on, Hello! See y'all next week.